Hello, beautiful people. How's it going out there? Woo! I have a lot to get off of my mind. Um, before I do that, I want you all to stop what you're doing and press the subscribe or the follow button on whatever platform you're listening to me on. That would be so I would be so grateful if you did that. It's free. It costs nothing just to show your support by clicking that follow button. All right, let's get down to it. I'm going to have a transparency moment. So earlier today, I was talking to a friend and she is going through a breakup. Maybe she's already broken up with her, her man, but We talked a year ago and pretty much it was a duplicate of the same conversation and I can see the growth in her because when we talked last year, she, to me, she was justifying or giving excuses for her man's behavior. Fast forward when we talked today, she is acknowledging it. She's acknowledging those red flags that she ignored. So she's going through her own processes on how to break up. And that's her own journey. She asked me, well, how did you get through it with your the relationship you had that was just awful? And I had to keep it real with her that it was not easy and that... I couldn't and refuse to judge what she's going through because I've gone through it. And when I say it, meaning ignoring red flags. And when I hung up with her, um, I really admire her for her growth that she's had over the past year. And, um, And I do wish her well in her healing journey. Kudos to her. But talking to her got me thinking about when I was in this horrible relationship and I put everything on him. Why did he do this? He did that. He said X. He didn't come through. He lied. He, he, he. And I was not looking at myself. I, for whatever reason, well, in retrospect, now I'm thinking I just couldn't handle it. I could not handle the I could not handle the self-accountability and the thought of what I signed up for. I was a willing participant and that is where my healing journey came where I had to acknowledge some of my own accounts into the um, the relationship it wasn't a beat up at first it was a beat up session because I felt dumb how could I have fallen for this how just it was not good but I have learned and still learning to give myself grace and I thought I just had it going on but I realized that I did not have the degree of self-love that I thought I had because if I did I would not be a willing participant 
in this relationship, this past relationship that I was in. I was not expressing my needs or wants. Looking back now, I realized that I dating this person was triggering abandonment traumas that I had. So it didn't feel good, but it was familiar. And I remember one time looking at him and I remember thinking, I don't even, I don't love, I didn't love him. Even when I was in it, I didn't love him. We were playing house. I didn't love him, but this was the kicker. One day I looked at him and I was thinking to myself, I don't even like you. I didn't like him. I didn't like the person he was. I didn't like him as a human being. And to think, what did I think about myself subconsciously to stay in that relationship? I didn't like that motherfucker at all. (laughs) Keep it real. He was horrible. So that's why when I talked to this sister, I could not judge her. And I ask you all questions. Um, Have there ever been any red flags that you ignored, but you continued on in the relationship because you were hoping it would get better? You were making an excuse for their toxic behavior Maybe you didn't want to say anything because you didn't want to trigger the relationship ending. And I asked some of y'all, do you even like your partner? (laughs) For real, this is a real question. Do you like them? Even as a person, if you think about if you compare all the red flags and then the green flags that you've had experience with said person and if those red flags outnumber the list on your green flag list you may want to do some self-reflection I was at a point where I wasn't thinking about self-reflection I was just in it and it was it was unhealthy I found this article and it talked about why we ignore red flags. And this is one of many, but I'm going to mention six. So some of it's infatuation. You know, we get caught up in that euphoric feeling of falling in love. And when those hormones take over, I don't know, what is it, dopamine? I don't know, whatever that drug hormone, that feeling, it takes over that pleasure center in your brain and it can definitely cloud your judgment. And it's like you almost become obsessed with your new lover so you can't concentrate on anything else. You know, if you usually have, just say if you have a love of, I don't know, bike riding and you always did it on the weekend, you will you drop that that cool habit um, that you would have just to be around your partner and then when that multiplies and we do it one weekend okay then the next weekend then 
you just forget about everything you used to do. And then we wonder why we feel when some of these toxic relationships have ended, we wonder why we feel like we've lost ourselves. You know, it makes us feel so good and connected. So it's hard to see any of the red flags or any of those uh, flaws that your partner may have. And when I say flaws, I'm not talking about perfection, but you can answer and you can fill in the blank on some of these flaws that you really know that is non-negotiable, but you want to stay in that relationship. Another reason is that we move on too quickly. So it's almost going from that infatuation stage to moving quickly and that brain gets hijacked by that love and, and those pleasure hormones I spoke about. And you intertwine your life with your new partner, whether you move in too quickly by moving in or getting engaged or even married, pregnant, getting a pet together. And Lord forbid you co-mingle your finances. God damn. I don't even lie. I've never done that. But I've done other things, so I still can't judge. <laughs> I still can't judge. Oh, my God. And denial is a powerful force. And we may not uh, unconsciously see these warning signs. And by the time we see them, we're so deep in it that it's hard to get out. And um, some of these life changes can help you spot some of these red flags. You think about it. You really want to go on forever with that person. Another reason is that we're stuck in wishful thinking. That's that hope. I hope it gets better. I Oh, he's having a, or she's having a bad day. And we get caught up in that wishful thinking and we want it to work so bad that we think our partner will really, really change. So we just disregard any of the red flags. And then the fantasy comes in of what we want the relationship to be as opposed to what it really is. So it prevents us from seeing things as they really are. You all have heard of the therapist, Sarita Yvonne, come on. I don't know if we, we've talked about red flags several times. However, I don't know if we had a chance to, well, I know in the classes, the group therapy that I'm in with her, we went over this love addiction and it talked about the fantasy bonds we have with partners. This is a perfect example of a fantasy bond and that comes with the wishful thinking. And I know you all have heard of that saying, I'm going to date date their potential. Stop it. See it for what it really is. Another reason is because we don't like to admit that we're wrong. And let's face it, no one likes to admit that they're wrong and that the relationship didn't work out or that they'll be misjudged. And unfortunately, pride and fear of failure can keep us in a relationship even when it's gotten dysfunctional and toxic AF. Another thing, if you if you ask your friends, your close friends, family, what do they think about the relationship or your partner? That may be your answer right there. Another reason is that we don't trust ourselves. 
if you ever heard that term, you know, my picker is off. That's how I equate this to. And that's another reason that we miss flag, miss red flags is because we don't charge it. Oh my God, I cannot speak. Another reason why we miss red flags is because we do not trust our own judgment and perhaps we sense that something is wrong but we proceed anyway that's taking that red flag and getting all the red flags together and sewing them in a nice red blanket and put on our rose colored glasses and we just go on with our our relationship even though we know in our gut that it is just a really fucked up relationship And even if you have concrete evidence that your partner or your relationship is dysfunctional, you might tell yourself that you're overreacting or only focusing on the negatives, which is a trauma response. And when we do this, we're betraying ourselves and what we know to be true. I betrayed myself in that relationship because like I said earlier, I didn't even like this motherfucker. I did not like him at all. And just to think that I would still go out with this person, I would still lay in the bed with this person. I would have sex with this person. I would kiss this person. I'm in their space and I did not like him. But I wanted that relationship to work, so I stayed in it. Oh, that won't happen again. And another reason, and this will be the last one, is that our red flags seem minor. So we minimize the red flags. And that's another form of self-betrayal. And when you're in love and you want to think the best of someone, you make excuses for their harmful behavior. And as I said earlier, dysfunctional relationship dynamics and abusive behaviors tend to escalate in relationships and they progress unless serious efforts are made to change them. And in some cases, you may have to leave. Find the strength to leave. It will hurt in the beginning. It is painful. It times it can feel like death but damn being in that toxic relationship and focusing on that 10 20 30 percent even 40 percent of what feels good and ignoring the other percent the other higher percentages that is a clear case of self-betrayal and not practicing self-love because if you loved yourself If I love myself, I would not have stayed in that relationship. You would want to leave your relationship. When I say the relationship, the toxic, dysfunctional relationship. Sometimes we always act like we love and self-love ourselves. And we're burning candles and incense and getting massages. But we're not getting down to the root, to the core. We're it gets ugly on the inside because you have to face that shadow of yourself. Mm. It's important to notice these red flags, even if they seem small, especially if they're part of a pattern of disrespectful, hurtful behavior, cheating, lying, 
or any other unhealthy patterns in the relationship. I really hope that this has helped you all. Um, I don't know who's listening. I know you're out there, but I really hope that this helps and know that you're not alone. Treat yourself with some kindness and love. Find that self-love, however it looks for you and take the strength to make that next step on your self-love. I love you all. Please make sure and click that follow button if anything resonated with you. Share this audio with at least two of your closest friends, two co-workers, some family members. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if there are any topics you all would like me to cover, you can slide up in my DMs on all social media. It's Black Girls Getting Their Shift together you all have been coming through with some of the the ideas and i appreciate it keep sending them it's a lot of content i love it i'll talk to you all soon bye